Like I said at the start of this paragraph, fireworks teach kids responsibility and also about consequences around actions. If kids choose to screw around with fireworks, they can firsthand learn about the consequences that occur when we don't listen to instructions and rules. Very quickly, kids learn around not, kids learn not to screw around in important situations, and if they do, there will be negative results. Overall, there are many things that can be learned when around fireworks, and it's not just kids that get the chance to learn. To summarise, having a private Guy Fawkes night not only gets friends and families together, but it also allows everyone to learn about our past and traditions, lets kids learn about responsibility, and teaches us all about history. Also, Guy Fawkes are... Holidays like Guy Fawkes are a part of our history and culture, and so to get rid of them would be like to get rid of part of our history. It serves as a good way to break up our busy life into chunks, and often saves people time, effort, and money compared to going to public. Sure, some fireworks may frighten animals, but there are quiet options for that problem too. Public displays are crowded and often scarce, and limit the overall vibe, whereas at home you can chill out and relax. We've celebrated our own Guy Fawkes for hundreds of years, so let's celebrate it for hundreds of more. Welcome back to the Works Behind Fireworks. This is episode one of five. Um, today I'm going to be talking about my opinions on why we should keep the use of private fireworks legal. In today's world, particularly around the Guy Fawkes season, we hear a lot of talk about pleas to ban the use of private fireworks, especially in urban places like Auckland. With this essay, I intend to change anyone's mind to who wants private fireworks banned and show them some of the unnoticed privileges that fireworks give us. From enabling friends and families to get together, to being more affordable, convenient, and also being a good way to teach students, taking them out of our lives would be almost a complete and utter mistake. What is Guy Fawkes? Guy, also known as Guido Fawkes while fighting for the Spanish, was a member of a group of, of provincial English Catholics who planned the full gunpowder plot of 1605. Guy was born on the 13th of April 1570 in York, England, and was educated through his childhood there. Unfortunately, his father Edward Fawkes died when he was only eight, and after that, his mother Edith Fawkes married a rebellion Catholic. Early into his adulthood, Fawkes converted to Catholicism and left mainland Europe, where he fought for Catholic Spain in the Dutch Revolt, otherwise known as the Eighty Years' War, against non-conforming Dutch reformers in Belgium, Germany, and England. Oh, sorry, in the Netherlands. He then travelled to, to Spain to seek support for a Catholic rebellion in England with barely any success. Later, he met Thomas Wintour, with whom he returned to England with. And Wintour introduced Fawkes to a man named Robert Catesby, who intended to assassinate King James I and have a Catholic monarch restored to the throne. As the days went by, more men joined the, the original conspirators until there were 13 altogether. The plotters rented a cellar under the House of Lords, and courageous Guido was placed in charge of the gunpowder, which the men began to stockpile there. By an anonymous letter that's thought to be written by his teammates, the authorities were alerted to search Westminster Palace during the early morning of November 5th, where they found courageous Guido guarding the explosives. Over the course of the next few days, Fawkes was tortured, beat, and pushed near to death until he finally confessed. In a desperate attempt to avoid the agony of being hanged, drawn, and quartered, Fawkes managed to jump off the scaffold of which he was supposed to be hanged, resulting in a broken neck and no punishment. Since his death, Guy Fawkes has been made one and the same with the gunpowder plot, and for about 1625, his death has been commemorated and celebrated on the 5th of November, traditionally with bonfires and fireworks. Reason 1. 
I don't know about you, but a reasonable part of my memories of my youth so far revolve around using fireworks with my friends and relatives at Guy Fawkes on New Year, and to lose that opportunity would be really disappointing, and think about all the generations to come. I can firsthand say that the public displays are nowhere as fun as playing around at home, as in 2016, I was in America for 4th of July. In California, the state law says that people can't access private fireworks, so we had to go to a public display. Not only was the display disappointingly small for a big public event, but we were situated about a hundred, about a kilometre back from the actual launch site in an awkward location. For anyone who's been to a public display in New Zealand, I'm sure you know that it's firstly really inconvenient because there are so many other people around, and it's also really annoying because of the general vibe and atmosphere. You see at home, you get a whole night's experience to be around family and friends, have a nice barbecue dinner, play and run around, and get finished up by getting to light the fireworks. The thing is that you just never get to a chance, get a chance to do that at public shows. With crowds, bad viewing, and no chance to play with things like sparkles, cascades, and roman candles, the overall feel of the night is not as laid back. Often, families that live great distances apart won't get to see each other very often, and a holiday like Guy Fawkes is a perfect excuse to get together. Not only are the flights cheaper around that time of the year, but it means that rather than visiting at any other time of the year, the vibe is calm and happy for a night not just business, business, business. As busy humans, our brains need a chance to relax with friends more than just to play after school, and if adults have friends over, they can also have a drink. Overall, I'm sure you'd agree that for multiple family and friends-related reasons, having private fireworks is something we need, not just for the sake of getting to use our own fireworks, and that looking back, you can all remember a part of your childhood where all your mates came around for fireworks. Also, sometimes in New Zealand, people live so rurally that there is no public displays available for available for literally hours worth of driving, and ignoring the drive time, the petrol needed can cost more than the fireworks themselves. In rural communities with populations of less than 50, it works quite well to just let people use their own fireworks and have all the neighbourhood over, not have everyone drive for hours and pay heaps for accommodation, fuel and emission. As well as that, in communities that small, basically everyone knows everyone, so it'll just be like one big get-together with one person hosting. Not only would it mean that everyone gets a break, but it would actually cut down on the amount of individual fireworks being lit. Reason 2. Secondly, use of fireworks is not only a part of history, but a part of what you could consider colonial Britain's culture. Holidays like Guy Fawkes are a part of our culture, and to lose something like that would be like for the Islamic people to lose Ramadan, or the Chinese losing Chinese New Year. Also, the use of fireworks in general are a part of history. We've used them for New Year, 4th of July, Chinese New Year, and of course, Guy Fawkes. Some of the earliest celebrations with Guy Fawkes date back to literally centuries ago, about 1625, when people would get together, light bonfires, and set off fireworks. Not only that, but some of the earliest use of fireworks in general date back to the Chinese Song Dynasty, from 1960 to 1279 sorry, 960 to 1279, when the Chinese would make firecrackers out of bamboo and black powder. Using fireworks on Guy Fawkes is one of the few holidays slash celebrations in the British calendar, and in some ways it defines who we are. Think about it. How does it sound to abort something that has been a tradition for hundreds of years? Let's say you have a culture of your own, for example Chinese. Would you ever want to lose Chinese New Year? Exactly. It simply doesn't make sense to take away something we've looked forward to for centuries, and I'm sure you'd agree that morally it doesn't feel right. Without culture, our world would in no way be the same, and taking away Guy Fawkes is probably the first step to tear and tearing apart our culture. 
hell. In five years, we'll probably stop Easter and Halloween because of things like diabetes and obesity. Just like the 660 song says, don't forget your roots, my friend. Losing Guy Fawkes would be like part of would be like us losing some of our roots, something that's that's been a tradition from our origins, and it's the first thing to taking to tearing apart who we are as a society. Overall, if you take away one thing from this point, let it be the fact that if we get rid of private fireworks, we're getting rid of centuries worth of tradition and part of our heritage and culture. Reason three. I don't know if you've realised, but fireworks are just a whole lot of chemistry disguises sparkles, flashes, and bangs. Every year, getting used fireworks lets kids learn about what is actually going on, and they can first-hand experience the magic as opposed to watching and learning via a TV screen. After all, don't all the adults in this world desperately want kids outside, not staring at screens? Secondly, there is a lot of history behind why we celebrate Guy Fawkes, and this is another subject kids learn when around fireworks. Fireworks can also teach kids responsibility and about consequences, and there is no way to learn that when you're seated 150 metres back from the actual fireworks. Essentially, fireworks gunpowder consists of three main chemicals, potassium nitrate, sulphur, and charcoal, which is almost completely carbon. Those three elements combine in a 75 to 15 to 10% ratio to make the basic charge, but other elements are added in to add some flair. Strontium carbonate is added to make fireworks red, calcium chloride for orange, sodium nitrate for yellow, barium, barium chloride for blue, and copper chloride for green. While they are the most commonly used elements, there are other compounds that can be used, like magnesium for, for the little white flashes. The attribute that binds the chemicals listed above together, however, is that they are all metal salts. The sparkles you see in a firework are typically tiny metal filings that get heated up, and because of their high surface area, they glow bright very easily, otherwise known as going incandescent. After you light the fuse, it ignites the gunpowder, which propels the firework into the air. Once the firework is up in the air, the gunpowder is designed to light off the the smaller chemical compounds, like what we talked about earlier. When talking about fireworks, the sparkles and colours are combined into little balls, about a centimetre in diameter and we call them stars. Within the stars are all the compounds and metal salts, as well as lots of other things crafted to brighten up your night. Some some of the things added to the stars make fireworks go bang, while others create intricate patterns. That nostalgic Guy Fawkes smell is just the product of burning gunpowder. That's why we also stereotype things like party poppers and guns to the smell, as they all use gunpowder, also known as black powder. Like I talked about when I covered what Guy Fawkes Night is about, there is a lot of history to learn about behind Guy Fawkes and the history of fireworks in general, and this is another learning opportunity kids and even some adults get when using fireworks. Like I said at the start of this point, fireworks teach kids responsibility and also about consequences around actions. If kids choose to dick around with fireworks and, and...